What's going on? It's your girl Amelia X Rated. This is episode four of the free space, the non-judgmental space of Nama Fuck You. And we're virtual again, you guys. So if you have not subscribed to the YouTube page, please do so. It is Nama Fuck You on YouTube. Just type it in. It's that easy. We're again are not using the Nama Fuck You because Nama Fuck You is only on social media. Today and as I said, we are virtual. It's we're, we're coming to you raw right now, okay? I just want everyone to know that underneath this is nothing, okay? And my guest is rocking the same raw look as well. And we have no fucks to give today. And I'm going to allow my guest to introduce herself. Um, she already knows she's near and dear to me. And I'm, I'm going to let her give you, give you a little rundown as to who she is. Hello, 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 everyone. If you knew me yesterday, if you knew me the day before that, you no longer know me. Ooh. My name is Bianca Marcella Martinez, okay? I am an Afro-Latina. I am a beacon of light. I am everything because of Jesus Christ. And I am reborn and walking through my redemption. You are reborn and walking through your redemption. Okay. I feel like I'm in church. Ooh. Because the word of God is here. Ooh. So is it appropriate or inappropriate to have this Nama Fuck You conversation? Sorry, uh, Lord. No, absolutely. Because it is literally... How do I say this? Sometimes you have to let go of things and like I don't know if you guys are watching FU University you know what I'm saying um pastor uh, Todd like is literally going in depth with like revamping what we think FU means you get what I'm saying so I encourage everyone if you haven't um heard about forgiveness university go ahead and enroll and subscribe to that because FU like f you like seriously f you but i'm gonna forgive you because not for you but for myself Ooh. and through christ i'm doing that so um yeah i believe it and i'm living it and i've seen god's glory and i'm walking through it and i'm just i'm grateful amen and i'm glad that you that you uh said that because now i'm gonna fuck you is a concept and has so many layers to, you know, it's conceptual thought and idea that I had in my head. Um, and forgiveness is a big thing because in order to um, move on, you have to forgive somebody. And we only control our own actions and our own reactions. So we have to forgive ourselves in order to, you know, make a decision of whether or not we want to stay in the situation or not. And I feel like a lot of the times, especially in um, domestic violence cases, right. um, we think that we should forgive the person who was, you know, um, like afflicting us. You know what I'm saying? But in fact, we have to forgive ourselves for allowing us to be hurt by that individual. Exactly. And also not even just that, forgiving the people that allowed you to think that you needed to be in that situation. Because a lot of the times it's not even anything you did sometimes it's people mishandled you the and enablers 
Exactly. People mishandled you. You're like for me personally, I can't speak about anyone else's story. People mishandled me as a child. Mm -hmm. And that is why children are so near and dear to my heart. And I pour into every single child in my life simply because I know what it is to be mishandled as a child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of stigma around who I was or who people assumed I am and it's like none of you know me you never knew me and you never will know me because you've allowed your own microaggressions and your own internal trauma and your own personal baggage you're trying to unload that onto me and project that onto me and I reject it every time and I'm always or previously was seen as like the absurd person in the situation because I'm I'm defending myself and protecting myself from things I don't want in my space so Nama fuck you means like namaste I wish you all of the best I wish you love I wish you every single dream that you aspire I hope that you reach it I hope that you don't get it in your own way I pray that your blessings are unlocked I pray anyone that's ever hurt me harm me anything I pray for you every single day not for not for you but for myself like so that I can be able to be in a room with you and have no harbored emotion towards you because I forgive you I love you fuck you because I don't want you in my space right but I I wish you all the best Ooh. so <clears throat> you actually answered the question that I was going to ask you how do you or how would you define nama fuck you and you did a perfect job of that so I want to know how you can apply it to your life or how you apply it to your life how I apply it to my life is literally through Christ. Like I don't swear with him and I kind of feel a little, eh, but this is who I am and God knows my heart. God knows my spirit. And there's no ill intent with what I'm saying. Like I'm using, I'm, I'm, I'm on a borderline right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain things to worldly people, but also being righteous through Christ. So I don't want to, I don't want to, um, like you know push the buttons too much or you know go too far with it but I wholeheartedly believe that through me praying for people and me working on my own internalized oppression me working on healing the child that people mishandled so that I can when I become a mother be able to deal with my kids and not deal with them but love them the way they need to be loved and understand them for who they are not for who I want them to be but if I do not do the work for myself, I can't, I'm of use to no one, not even myself. <laughs> That's, <clears throat> excuse me, um, that, is, that is very, very true. Um, I want you to dig a little bit deeper in what you said about being mishandled as a child. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Oh, um, well, we're part of the Honduran um, community um, and the, the Honduran community, definitely, I could say for the most part, uh, they did fail me um, mm -hmm. in regards to like, how do I say this? I went through a lot as a kid. I went, I, I had a great childhood, but there were also parts of my childhood that weren't so great. And in moments where I should have been protected, I wasn't. And in my reactions and my coping mechanisms, instead of people 
teaching me how to deal with what I was going through and what I was feeling and what I was ex experiencing, it was like they made a mockery of it. And they literally chastise me my entire life like I'm Bianca the crazy person Bianca the this Bianca the that like I am not that person I never was and I never will be mm -hmm. and I think some I think what bothered me more than that was always those people who would come up to me at like after spending a day or maybe a couple hours with me they're like oh my god I never even knew this is who you are like I did this is everything I've heard about you like how do you how does that even happen like how do people even think this about you after spending an hour with you like right. I know none of that is true <laughs> so it's like <laughs> and it's like I don't know I don't know how I don't know why but I know that it's a part of my testimony and it's a part of my testimony so that I can help someone else. Like, right. that's why I say I pour into children because I see somehow, like I see sometimes how m people do the same thing they did to me, to other children. And I'm always that person that I stand up. I, I make a way like, no, you're not going to treat this child this way. No, he's not a bad child. She's not mm -hmm. a bad child. She's going through something. This is a learning curve. We got to figure out what's wrong. Let's get to the root of the problem. Let's fix it. Let's solve it. And let's teach this child coping mechanisms. Right. Let's teach this child how to deal with their emotions when instead it would deal with their anger, deal with their rage, deal with their confusion. Because as kids, we, we feel these things. So it's like, and we don't always know what's the best course of action to get rid of these feelings and emotions. So I personally think that it's important that we check our biases at the door every day. Like when we interact with people, because we never know the things that we're saying to them, the things that we're, and it's, it's also important to know who you're allowing to pour into your cup because not everyone need, you don't need to be filled up by everyone not everyone has blessed water to give you some people's water is tainted mm -hmm. and if you're receiving tainted water you inadvertently become tainted so you want to be very careful with the things that you allow to come out of your mouth because literally you can speak life or death with your tongue so a lot of people tried to speak death into me and I've always spoken life into myself. Mm -hmm. Even when I didn't know what that meant, even, did, even when I didn't know what that looked like, I've always been the person that had my back, even against my family, against outsiders, against everything. So it's like, I'm grateful because I am able to walk the earth and roam the earth with a level of understanding many people will never have in their lifetime. I am very cautious of like other people and their thought, and I'm always like aware and super hyper aware sometimes, like definitely an overthinker. Right. <laughs> um, like just making sure that I'm not causing someone's trauma. Cause you just, you just never know. You definitely don't. And especially during a time when we're all wearing these masks, it's hard to see yeah. or to have a like to the revelation of what's going on behind it, behind that facade. Um, and oh my goodness! And to be completely honest with you, when we first met, you were introduced to us as Bianca La, La Loca. Mm -hmm. 
that was your name in my phone for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I not, because, it. not because we thought that she was crazy, but that's just the name that, you know, when we go to the compo, that's what everybody calls you. Mm-hmm. Um, Unbeknownst to me, I didn't even know that was my name. <laughs> I didn't even know that was my name. A I girl, that was deserved that name, but that was my name. I no, guess. you know what it was now that I'm older and I'm in retrospect thinking back um, and having been able to get to know you because that was years ago. Like, right. Whoa. Um, people, people define others by their actions. They never define them by the trauma that caused those actions. Like you would walk around the campo selling pan de coco, pan de coco. You needed to be someone who was lively and bubbly in order to sell the product, right? But if somebody stepped to you in a certain way that you did not receive positively, you snapped at them. But you were defending your own honor. You were defending yourself and making them aware that you can't talk to me any old way. Just because I know you, just because, you know, like I'm supposed to have respect for you. No, you was like, excuse me. Respect me and I will respect you back because I've given you nothing but respect and I don't deserve your disrespect. Respect is not necessarily deserved. It's earned. You need to earn your respect. And that is definitely something that we need to instill in children. Yes, they're supposed to respect their elders. But if that elder steps out of that boundary, we should expect disrespect. But there's always, um, it's not what you say, it's how How you say say it. it. And that's something that I'm I'm mastering now. That's something that I'm sharpening because I understand. Like it's not it's not a, how like you said how you say it, how mm-hmm. you come off to the people is very imperative because life is all about perspective. Mm-hmm. And it comes down, like I said, not knowing how to express my feelings. Like just being disrespected so much is just like I I just won't tolerate it. And it it I never. Learned how to deal with disrespect is just like nip it in the butt. But the way I was nipping it in the butt is like I'm lashing out. Yeah. Like on the outside looking in, like I'm lashing out. And it's like I'm just trying to make sure you know I'm done. Like I'm tired. I'm eight years old and I'm tired. I'm yeah. seven, whatever age it was. You know what I mean? Like I'm X amount of years old and I'm tired. I will not accept this because y'all have already be, like been doing this and this is not something that I'm comfortable with. So like there's emotion in my voice, but there's no tears because I am healed from this. Mm-hmm. Like I am healed from this. There's just emotion in my voice. That little girl's still a little bit hurt, but we're we're mm-hmm. dealing with her. We're curing her. We're healing her. I declare she is healed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I declare she is whole. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I wholeheartedly believe it because that's what I work on every day is making sure that I'm better than I was yesterday. Yeah. That's why I said if you met me yesterday, you don't even know me no more. Like you don't. Because I'm different every single day, but not like in a two-faced way just growth every i will i am metamorphosis is my name for a reason mm-hmm. metamorphosis since i learned that word it has mm-hmm. been embedded in my heart mm-hmm. because i am a butterfly mm-hmm. i've been a caterpillar for longer than i should have been but at the end of the day i've my journey has always been to blossom 
and my journey is bigger than me. My purpose is bigger than me. And I know that. Mm-hmm. So I find I find solace in knowing that no matter who hurt me, it doesn't matter because I'm healed and I'm working towards better for mm-hmm. myself, for my unborn children, for my unborn grandchildren and everyone else to come after them. I I am going to make the difference and be the difference that I needed in my life. Amen. And before I make <clears throat> a point, I have a suggestion for you. Um, since you said that your name is metamorphosis and in terms of a bug, a butterfly, right? Um, coming from a, a caterpillar, going into the cocoon stage and then blossoming into a beautiful butterfly. I suggest that you read a book called Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka. I will read it. Okay, so give you a quick rundown. So uh, the main character, you know, he was he lived his life. He was successful. Um, But one day he went to sleep and woke up as a bug. (laughs) Um, I believe the first line is I woke up as vermin. I think that that was it. Um, If I can remember, it's been years since I read it. But this book had has had had such a um, an impact on my life because Me, sometimes I feel like I wake up as a bug. And when when I say bug, I mean like people look at me like I'm a piece of shit because either I am wheelchair bound for whatever symptom that I'm feeling with with my disease or my face is breaking out. Um, but these are also my own projections. These are also my own, my I pray own that thoughts. You know that I don't feel that way. And I love you wholeheartedly. I appreciate you it. You are perfect. I, you are, you are a blessing. So <laughs> I do not feel that way about you at all. You are beautiful in every which way. See, and now that you, that you affirmed me that way, going through the book, you learn to affirm yourself, even within the same state of thinking that you are unhuman, um, or in the form of a bug. Um, cause you know, bugs, like no one respects bugs. If you see a fly, you're going to swat <laughs> it or kill it. Like people respect butterflies, but they do. But the people book, it was, it was so impactful to me because you, he was at the lowest of low and had to build himself right back up in order to really, um, affirm himself to really love himself, no matter what he looked like. And the the ending is so ambiguous because you're wondering whether he was ever a bug or you're wondering whether he went back to being the man that he was before. Yeah, so, I'm, I already ordered it. <laughs> so I'll let you know how I feel. It's it's really short. Um, I believe it's also in uh, what's, what's the language? Forgot what Kafka was, but. I love books and Franz Kafka is one of my favorite authors because he just gets down to the nitty gritty. Um, it's kind of hard to understand at first, but I read it 15 times, literally from like high school to college and wrote theses on it. So the suggestion is, is definitely um, it's there. And I hope that you I'm, I'm glad that you ordered it and I hope yeah. that you read it. Maybe we'll do a, like a book club. And we'll go oh, over it. Don't threaten me with a good time. Oh, and he's from Prague. There we go. There we go. Okay. Um, but the point that I wanted to make after giving that book suggestion was in your healing, because um, I, I totally received the being whole and healed. But I also want you to go back to being that child, because unfortunately, when we skip childhood or 
our childhood is just enraptured in trauma and hurt, disappointment. Um, we we grow up as these bitter adults. I rebuke it. <laughs> I refuse. Um, and as much as we try to to heal, as much as we try to say, um, like you said, rebuke it. It's you can rebuke it. You can rebuke it. It's gonna come back up. Mm-hmm. If you don't deal with it, yeah. And that, and that's my thing. That's why I said there's still emotion behind it because this is an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I am healed from it. I'd be a liar if I said sometimes it doesn't hurt me. Right. Um, I do think about it randomly because it's like, wow. Like sometimes I think about like what my life would be like if I, if I didn't have this stigma attached to me because I don't want this stigma to be who I am. It's not who I know. It's not who I am. It does not define you. It does. It doesn't. I know that it doesn't. (laughs) Anyone that knows me knows that it doesn't. It's no way near a good description of who I am. (laughs) It doesn't capture my light. Um, Because I am a light. I am a beacon. Mm -hmm. I'm not for everyone. Mm -hmm. But the people that I am for... I know that's a meme, but literally, it's literally the truth. I am for in a major way. Like, I have lifelong people who I know, like, you can't take me from them. I can, you, you can't take them from me. And that's just because the cookie of crumbles. who I am and how the cookie crumbles. Okay. And I'm grateful for the people. I'm grateful for every single person who has ever tried to love me for who I am, ever tried to understand who I am, whoever took it upon themselves to figure out who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, It was very few people, but the very few people, they're in my life every day. Mm -hmm. Or in some ways, like I could call them at any given time and they can call me at any given time. And I'm grateful because this allowed a lot of people that didn't belong in my life to never have access to me. So like, this is its own blessing. Mm -hmm. Like you have to see the blessing and everything. And that's a blessing that so many people that have their own traumas that would rather talk about other people's business than worry about their own life. Like God, he made sure they never had access to me from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's like, I see that as a blessing. Mm -hmm. Like maybe I had to go through what I had to go through, but in that process, I was removed and so many things were avoided because had I been around those people, I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't have all the knowledge that I have. And no, I don't know everything, but I'm very educated and I'm well-informed and anyone who's had a conversation with me can Mm -hmm. attest to that because I'm literally, I'm, I'm a sponge. So like, and when I say I'm a sponge, like I absorb energies. I absorb, like I, I can, you can teach me something one time. All you need is that one time Mm -hmm. and I got it. And you never have to tell me nothing again and I'll do it better than you did. Like there's so many, (laughs) and people just, they hate you for your blessings sometimes. And it's sad. Um, They hate you for your happiness. And I just, I pray, I pray over those people because it's things that they haven't worked on in themselves. So it it just goes all back to self for me, like finding your niche, finding whatever it is that you find dear in your heart. If it's God, if it's 
whatever it is that you believe in, I'm not here to push God onto anyone. Mm -hmm. I know what God has done for me, period. So I'm faithful because (laughs) the things he's taken me out of, the things he's he's brought into my life the blessings he's mm-hmm. shown me the purpose he's given like you can't take god away from me like <laughs> let him know okay so and and i think it's funny like i laugh at the people that are like oh this is just a phase i'm like okay hold on who are you <laughs> and why are you worried about my path and not your own that's, that's that toxic problem. shit that's that toxic that's problem. shit <laughs> oh don't worry they've all been blocked <laughs> If it doesn't belong in my space, I won't have it. I refuse. I've worked too hard. I've come too far to allow any minute thing to deter me from where I'm going. I it won't happen. That's a that you know that's a beautiful thing. And in your growth, it takes a very very long time to be able to identify what's not for you. Mm. So how did you like? Of course, God. But what did what happened? Like, what did did that? What light bulb? When did the light bulb go off for you to be like? Because you went from a youth who would be like, you know, someone would disrespect you. You'd be like, "Fuck you! Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take my bread and go to my mama." Or you know, to someone who is well into their twenties and can now say, "My spirit does not take you. I'm gonna move on." Or um, the project your projection onto my life about what I have going on, I don't accept. I'm going to move on. Like, what happened? What transpired for you to make those, like, those calls? Yeah, so... Literally... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, a lot of times, like, if you don't learn the lesson, God will keep you in that same... He will keep you there. So you got to keep going through that lesson. It's Mm -hmm. like school, you know, where like, if you don't pass your test, you can't graduate until you pass your test. Mm -hmm. So it was literally like traumatic things continued happening to me. And I'm like, yo, I'm not a victim. I'm, why does this keep happening? And I had to go back to self to be like, okay, I allowed this person to do this to me there were signs because there's always signs and you always have to listen Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important piece is some I'm I'm a person that I love to talk like I can talk for hours on end and God kind of like put me in a place where I'm like I couldn't talk and I had to kind of be mute for a little bit and that's not normal for me Mm -hmm. because I'm a talker and it's like listening makes all of the difference because people tell you who they are mm-hmm. before they cross you, before they harm you, before they love you, before they teach you anything, before they bring you anywhere, before they do anything for you, they tell and show you, not just tell you, they give you a show and tell concert. Okay, you get front row tickets and it's up to you mm-hmm. to see them for what they are or make excuses for them so that you can continue to have a vision of who you want them to be. And I decided that I love myself too much to wait for someone's potential that I see in them to arrive. If I can't, I can't work off of potential. I can't, I can't work off of 
anything that, oh, maybe if this, ha no, I can't work off of that. You show me who you are. I believe you. And I know who I am. So I decide whether or not you deserve a position in my life. And I also decide and I set boundaries. Boundaries is the most, literally is a matter of life and death. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that again. Boundaries implemented into your life are a matter of life and death. Because if you're a giver, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. And you, I will say I will walk around with no shirt on so that you can have a shirt on your back and I will proudly be topless. That's that's me. <laughs> and I don't care. I don't I gave you my shirt. I will not bring it up. You will never hear from me about oh how I give you my that's not who I am. Mm -hmm. I gave you my shirt because you needed the shirt. Period. Mm -hmm. Not everyone deserves to have a giver the way I give in their life because they don't know how to appreciate it they think oh this is a come up i'm not a come up honey i'm a blessing Ooh. and if you mishandle this blessing you will no longer have access to it i receive Just all of what you're saying because i'm still learning how to um, implement boundaries in my own life because i've learned um this year most this year i've actually start, sat down and paid attention to my signs um that I, I i continue to let people in my life that need help and i don't have the energy to help though i i'm the giver i'm the one who sits and listens i'm the one who devotes time um patience energy but it keeps draining me like you can't pour from an empty cup. So right. All you're doing is pouring and you don't have anyone pouring back into you. You're giving from an empty cup. And I'm so dehydrated. You're, you're, you're dehydrated and you're really not pouring much into the other people. You're just you're just draining your well. Right. So you can't drain your well. You control the people that you allow to have access to you, whether that means, you know, the best friend you text every day. Now you're texting once a month or every other week. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever it is, you know who and what those things are that are draining you. And you know the excuses that you're making for them. Mm -hmm. And it's what, what that moment, to answer your question, the moment for me was I was realistic with myself. Mm -hmm. In short, like that, that's the answer to your question as to what was that aha moment. Like I stopped lying to myself for people. Yep. Because that's what we do when we're givers. We we like, oh no, but they need it. Right. Oh, but, they, oh, but without me, they're good. Without you, they will figure it out because they take. That's all they do. So if you can't give it, they're at somebody else's door. Knock, knock, knock. So literally. It doesn't need, you don't need to be the savior. Like that's something that I tell myself all the time. You don't have to be the savior. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be that per. You don't have to be the resource. You don't right. always have to be that resource for people. And you decide what resources you are giving and what resources you keep for yourself. If you give everything away, what do you have? Nada. So it's like, that's literally something 
I, I'm still learning because don't get me wrong. I'm still a giver and there's still in the future, there's still going to be people that try to take advantage. And I just pray over my life and my discernment to be able to see things for what they are before it's too late or before they're able to take advantage because yeah. some people, they, they know how to pull the wool over your eyes. So the manipulators, okay. The narcissists for years. Okay. The gaslighters. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you gotta be careful. And it's like, be careful, like be so in tuned with yourself that your spirit won't be able to take them. Mm-hmm. Be so in tune with yourself that once you are in their presence, your spirit is uneasy and you're like, Mm-mm, I feel that. I see that. I know who you are. I know what that is. Thank you for showing up beforehand. I will not let that into my life. Thank you so much, but no, thank you. Right. And really mean it because there's been times where I felt that and I'm like, no, but this person needs help. And without me, how they're going to do it. And, and again, you're making excuses. They will figure it out. We are all walking this earth with our own issues, with our own trauma, with our own everything. So you can't help someone unless you help yourself first. And that that's something that literally, that's my motto for 2021. Like I am not pouring from an empty cup. And that was literally something that I, I made a habit of doing. Like I would give you my last dollar, have no money. Mm-hmm. And you over here chilling and you on vacation with my money. <laughs> I'm watching you enjoy your time with my money and I'm hungry. Like, how does that make sense? Make it make sense. It's absurd the things that we do sometimes. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, I I can't do that. I, I can't, for my own sanity, I can't do that. If mm-hmm. I don't have it, I don't have it. And there's a power in saying no that word is so hard for me because being a giver but there is a like there's just an unspoken power and just being like "Uh uh-uh no I can't do that oh no not today oh no I don't have time oh let me think about that for a minute like you don't always have to give someone a response like in that moment and that's something that I'm learning. Like, I'm so grateful. And it's also about who you surround yourself with. I think I'm grateful for my tribe. Like, if nothing else, I have to shout out my tribe. Like, the sisters, the devil slayers, my best friends. Like, I have to shout out my tribe because without them, I don't I don't think that I would be on this this whole course. Like, it's, it's a lot of things that make you who you are and it's Mm -hmm. imperative like I said who who you're allowing to pour into you Mm -hmm. like I am blessed to have a group of 15 prayer warriors at I don't want to say at my disposal because they are not at my disposal at all like this is all through God that we're doing it I don't even feel right saying that I want to say that I have access to and they have full access to me and we love on each other and we pray over each other every single twice a week and any moment if I need if I'm in a crisis I know I can call them they're mm-hmm. praying over me and I have a group of four sisters who literally oh just every month we meet up and we have a girls and it's just having those things are essential because it shapes 
what your thoughts are, having people that are more successful than you in your corner, having people that are farther along than you are that are well put together like you have to have some a goal to reach Mm -hmm. if you don't have anything inspiring you every day what are you doing like you need to find something to put inside of your life that is inspiring you so that you can get to that next level so that you can reach that next destination you're literally sitting in void and literally you're like invalid and you're just you're you're i don't want to say you're nothing but you're dormant you're you're dormant thank you like you're 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 not doing anything and it's like i've been there Mm -hmm. like where you're so hurt you don't want to do anything like you're Mm -hmm. so hurt and you're so like confused or whatever and you're feeling your feelings and your feelings can consume you if you allow them to so it's like you have to take that first step. You gotta, you gotta put one foot in front of the other. Even if the sky is falling, the world is burning, it doesn't matter. You have to find that courage within yourself to be like, yo, hey, all right, I've accepted this before. Didn't work. Mm-hmm. It's not working. This is, you, you have to literally, sometimes you just got to write it down and like identify the things that aren't working in your life and figure out what it is you need to replace it with mm-hmm. and what it is that you need to have in, in your life instead. You need to be able to not only have people pouring into you, but you have to be able to be able to pour into the right people. Mm-hmm. Because if you're sowing seeds in the wrong people, what good fruit will come of it? Very, very true. And what's important is to take into account the time that we're given to actually sit with self and have that opportunity to write things down or observe what's not what's not working. That's why I appreciate 2020 so much, because Mm -hmm. I got to sit with self and self and I did not get along for many, many months. And it was um, mind boggling to me because I had just left. Um, a crazy relationship in 2018, 2019. Um, that was that came after another crazy relationship, and then another one that had um, that I was not a victim, but domestic violence that left me with scars, mental and physical. So it's like 2020 was like Amelia. Hello, hi. Remember me? I'm still here, and I'm not going anywhere. So you're either gonna love me or not. And it was crazy because red flags to me were beautiful like if i saw red flags they were waving in the wind i'm like oh those are nice you know what i'm saying for sure (laughs) now january 8th 2021 i don't even wear the color red okay if i see anything red like i'm good and it got to a point where i had to restructure my circle gotta do it i had to 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 shut down social media platforms that were negating my way of thinking my track my my track of thought um i had to say no yes we were in a pandemic and it's very um you have to be skeptical of who you hang out with where you go but now it was more important for me to say i don't want to be there not because i'm afraid to contract covid but because my spirit does not take you. It's never taking you. Any any um, event or any situation that I've ever been in with th- that particular person or group of people has never gone right. And what's crazy is I get coined the phrase fair-weathered friend because of this. 
No one ever takes into account, like, what did I do to Amelia? Or what transpired in Amelia's presence that would cause her to be so distant? Or cause her to um, essentially ghost? Oh, they never will because that that means they would have to admit that they did something wrong to you. And exactly. no one ever wants to admit that they've done something wrong to you. I'm the first person, if I feel like I've wronged you, I will go out of my way. Mm-hmm to like make sure you know like that wasn't my intent that mm-hmm. wasn't my intention like but it's it's people that have been broken that have that type of mindset to know like okay this could have hurt that person mm-hmm. so it's like and there's people that just break people <laughs> that's all they do that's all they've done so it's like once you remove yourself and you're not allowing yourself to be broken by them you're absurd you're crazy you're this you're something that. is terribly because, wrong with you yeah because you you didn't allow them to disrespect you in the manner that they thought they could or they should be able to and it's like set those boundaries anyway i don't care how mad you get i don't care how you feel that's between you and the lord it is above me now that has nothing it is over my head i can't help you i could pray for you mm-hmm. that's about all i got for you that's mm-hmm. that's all i can do because i know where i stand i know who i am and i'm not swaying so that you can feel comfortable about what you did to me no i'm okay you deal with your own projections and your trauma however you see fit that has nothing to do with me. So sometimes you really just have to disassociate yourself and disassociate yourself and literally to the point where even though I disassociated myself, I I still love you. Like, you you know, I don't hate you. Right. I still care about you, but I care about you from afar because caring about you too close and personal, it didn't work out. And I'm not going to keep hurting myself so that you can be happy. That's not my story. That's not my life. And mm-hmm. I, I, I refuse. And mm-hmm. you you have to. And I'm saying I because whoever is listening to this, I want you to think I want you to feel that way. And I want you to say that to yourself. Like, it's not my fault. I'm I did the best that I could with what I had. And it did not work. It's not my fault. And I bl- bless you, you know, but this is where our ties end. And I wish you all the best. And Good luck on all of your endeavors. I pray mm-hmm. that all of your dreams come true. This is something I say all the time. I pray that all of your dreams come true. I hope that blessings continue to be bestowed upon your life. I just don't want to be a part of watching those blessings mm-hmm. be, be bestowed upon your life. And, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And it's like sometimes we think we're doing something wrong. And sometimes we feel like, well, am I a, am I a season with a good weathered friend? Am I, a, am I? No, you're not. I used to question. I used to. No, don't question. And that, and that's, that's why they, that's why they say things like that because they want you to question yourself. Mm-hmm. They need you to question yourself so that they can be right. Pull you back in, drag you into the depths of hell and just ramage you through them. And you can't, let them do that to you because that's not your story and sometimes you know you just have to disassociate yourself and when I say cut all ties sometimes you don't even need to continue following them on social media I don't know who this is for sometimes you don't even need to have their number in your phone no more sometimes you don't even need to remember where they live like sometimes you don't even need to remember anything about them you can wish them well and not have any access to seeing them like you continuing to like so because sometimes we like you know oh what is she up to no that is none of your business what are you up to Mm -hmm. what's next for you 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's something that I've literally been implementing in my life is like, I'm not about to check for nobody but myself. I can't check for you. I'm not where I need to be. Mm-hmm. So I can't check for you. And even when I get to where I'm going, I'm still going to be working towards my next goal. So I still can't check for you. And sometimes we forget that people come into our lives for seasons. Not everybody is a lifelong friend. Nope. You can't bring somebody that was supposed to teach you something from August to 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 January into February if that's not their purpose in your life. Mm-hmm. If that short time was all that they needed, they taught you something in that time that was a lesson you needed to learn. Learn that lesson, apply it to your life, and get to the next phase. Don't keep don't keep backstepping and ooh, but ooh, ooh, let me unblock their number. No. Let me read. No. Stop yourself in your track and love yourself enough to know that the right people won't make you feel however that person made you feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I picked up a, a new pause. Not a new. I've always been Catholic um, and believed in God. But throughout my life, uh, my faith wavered a little bit, especially with a lot of things that transpired. But now that, you know, I'm older and um, I can really say that just like you, if, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here. Or for many, if it wasn't for a higher power, um, for those who are locked into their spirituality, I would not be here. So with all that being said, I pray a lot, especially with people who come into my life. Yeah. Um, I mean, like relationships, even even with relationships that are still, you know, standing like my mom, my father, my brother, my sister, my grandmother. And with love interest, I pray and I'm just like, Lord, ancestors, spirits, if this individual is not for me, please give me a sign. Like my eyes are open. My body is vulnerable. Let me know that this is not for me. And let me tell you. You'll get that sign, honey. I got many signs. And those individuals are no longer around. And it's so crazy that before I used to cry. Let me tell you, Bianca, I used to cry. Oh, no. Like, the dick was good. They used to bring me food. Like, now I'm just like, I got batteries. Uber Eats works. I have Grubhub credits. Like, when you start pouring into yourself, you love yourself enough to know, like, you went how many years a virgin? You could last that long again. Honey. Even though everything is not about sex, but, you know. Listen, sometimes, you know, the flesh wants what it wants, and you have to starve the flesh sometimes. You have to. to You have to starve it. You have to starve it. Like, and it's so funny that you even bring this up. That's very, that's very funny. Um because i'm on i'm on a cleanse right now and you're on a dick cleanse i'm on a whole cleanse sis like since since like september times is hard like and it's it's funny because i know like i'm cleansing myself for my husband like i'm cleansing myself for my husband so i know that and that's what gets me through like that's literally what gets me through. And it's like, girl, honey, trust me, because I know you know, well, people don't know, but they about to know now. So I used to, um, I used to be that, that itch. Like I used to be that girl 
you know like I never paid for nothing like I would work I had my good paying jobs okay um working working for myself running companies running businesses um so I was making my own money and I didn't spend it because I'm like, oh, why would I spend my own money if I could spend yours? That was my whole mentality, like from high school all the way up until like maybe like a year and a half ago. Like a so. like a choppy choppy? Like, no, like I'm not doing nothing in exchange for this money, but oh, you're going to okay. pay me. No, 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 no. Who no? Who no? Because I would have to change the episode to Chapeadora. No, 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 no. No, but it was it was like it was just. I'd always be around people that were well endowed and like they had money and like I'm like okay you're my friend you gotta pay for this you gotta pay for like I didn't pay for nothing so it's like now I'm like I'm changing my mindset and I'm like crap I gotta pay my own bills (laughs) so it's 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 an interesting switch to be honest with you um but I know that it's because like I'm independent. I can I can do it on my own. I know that I can. I've done it on my own. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just like that's that d- demonic spirit of feeling like I'm entitled to other people's money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you deserve the world. Okay, <laughs> but no, I gotta I gotta work on myself. I'm working on myself, and and I I literally, girl, it hurts my pockets when I be like that. Also, oh, I gotta pay. That. Oh, I gotta yeah. Pay that. Oh, you gotta Good. maintain that lifestyle. <laughs> okay, cause I'm expensive. I'd be ready to throw myself away the way I'm expensive, but I won't. I won't. <laughs> I'd be ready to get rid of myself, girl. Why you go like my hair's three hundred dollars? My that's why I'm a hundred and fifty. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, waxes uh, <laughs> that's a yearly cost of $500 a year oh well, how many waxes are you getting once every month honey and then you got you got hairy Honduran no I'm really that's the thing I'm not even hairy. <laughs> it's just I'm spoiled <laughs> don't even make or you like that little pain, a little Okay, just feeling something. I guess at this point, feel something. Yes, you just want to feel it. Like, we can talk okay. about it, sis. It's okay. okay I'm done. <laughs> You're going to have to say, Nama, fuck you to that wax when it pulls the strip. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, I'm giving too much information. Y'all gonna have to start paying me because I got here. We go again. Money. <laughs> no, let me we can't backstep, sis. <laughs> we're not backstepping. We're not. <laughs> I'm crying. Why am I like this? I told y'all I'm working on myself. I told y'all I'm working. We see the growth. We see the growth. <laughs> I'm so done. No, yeah, but I'm. I'm literally. I'm grateful that the lord has allowed me to have the financial like responsibility to keep up with myself like you know and the the resources to be able to even in a pandemic okay be able to afford my <laughs> lifestyle okay my monthly massages is 60 dollars a month in case yeah should i put my cash up no all right just kidding <clears throat> i told you he's working on me <clears throat> a lot has just happened <laughs> Yo, she said, let me put my cash out. (laughs) 
But you never know. Your blessing might be in the ears of the person listening to this episode okay. right now. So what's the cash up, sis? Dollar sign metamorphosis 101, okay? Ooh. Don't forget. Okay. Because I'm changing. You're changing and you need change. Okay, if you want to change my pockets. <laughs> if you would like to be a blessing. Okay, for the blessing. Yes, okay. dollar sign metamorphosis 101. That's the cash tag. How did we get here? If the Lord is, is you know, telling you, hey, you. If you listened all the way up until this point, I feel like you should, you you know, pay me my fee. But I mean, if they're paying you a fee, they've heard my voice for four episodes <laughs> oh now. You need to also um, pay my homegirl because. No, 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 no. I can't receive money like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. If you can't receive money like that. Wait! Wait! But I mean, we, we're two different people. We different. Yeah, we are. Okay. You know what? Don't be ashamed. I'm not okay. ashamed because I'm I'm good, but I'm I'm not ashamed because I'm not. There's no shame in my body. So <laughs> You know what? It's almost like receiving a tip. Like as, as if you were a bartender. I'm um, dropping gems. Exactly. Like if, you should receive a tip for it. Setting boundaries, loving yourself, learning about yourself, mm -hmm. healing your inner child. Amen. I mean, people are people are charging for this. So I believe I know my worth. I know my value. Everything I say has value. So I, I'm not ashamed. And you shouldn't be. This and this is a story. safe space. This is okay. a non-judgmental space. We're here okay. in the in the raw form. Uh, your bonnet is popping. Okay. I don't have any pants on. Okay. I don't have a bra on. That's fine. Neither do I. That's why the Amelia X rated part is like hanging down because it's it's nothing yeah, to support it. X rated. Yeah. Gravity has been defined. <laughs> Mm, Anywho, it's not about me or my breasts right now. It's about you <laughs> and your growth and your healing and it's linear um, processes. Um, we are definitely coming to the end of this of this episode. But I really, really, really want to tell you that I love you. Okay. Um, you definitely are not the same Bianca that I met. I don't even want to say how many years ago. It's okay. It's okay. We don't got to say it. They don't need to know. Mind the business. I can't even count that far. It's, it's okay. That's all right. It's been some time since we've, <clears throat> we've been. Yeah, that's all right. Because if you were like six or seven. Anyway, that's depressing. Um, Just to think how long ago that was. There were great memories, though. I won't, I won't down that at all. Oh, um. No. But I feel like it is very important, especially, and I like how you said the Honduran community, but this is communities in general. Yeah, because it's not, I, that's my, my experience. My experience has yeah. been with them, but anyone else, whatever community that you come from, you know, your culture might have done something to, you know, the people from your culture and the belief systems that they had, you might, I never fell into place because I wasn't born to, fall into place anywhere i was born to stand out that's why anywhere i go i stand out because my spirit is bigger than me so mm -hmm. like i have to just walk in my purpose and like i said everything that i've gone through is for something bigger than me it's and a greater I, good yeah so 
I accept it and anything else coming my way, I accept it with open arms because I know it's a part of my story and I know nothing is an accident. And even if it doesn't make sense to me, it makes sense to God because he's the one he he already knows what I'm going to go through, how I'm going to handle it. Mm -hmm. And he already knows everything. So I just have to understand and trust. And I do that. Whatever happens next is for me, good, bad, ugly and different. It's for me, and I will make the best of every single card that is thrown and dealt my way because mm-hmm. I know who I am. And I, I I pray that anyone listening, and if you got this far, I pray that you find a way to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Find a way to connect with yourself. If you have an inner child in you that you know needs healing, heal that child don't look for no one else to heal that person like you need to find ways to heal yourself and just never get tired of finding new ways of loving yourself whatever that means for you like my self-care is expensive because it's it helps me Mm -hmm. getting wax it makes me feel good getting my hair done it makes me feel good having my nails done it makes me feel good having my monthly massages it makes me feel good Mm -hmm. that's a part of my self-care routine Find a self-care routine for yourself, like, and stick with it and show yourself love every day. Don't get tired of loving yourself. You can't love anyone else if you don't love you. Don't, you have to fill your cup. Continue to fill your cup, whatever that looks like for you. Filling my cup, self-care, God is a part of me filling my cup. Mm -hmm. So like these, that's, that's my resources. These are some of my tools, my homegirls, like having the devil slayers, having my sisters, having, um, Luna, having my best, like having Ren, like there's so many things. There's so many people, like, I don't talk to Luna any, every day, but the days that I do talk to her, we pour into each other. Mm-hmm. It's essential to have those people, random people. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be family. It doesn't have, Whoever it is for you in your life, make sure that you have people that pour into you. Healthy pouring, okay? No toxic pouring. And make sure that you're pouring back into others, including the people that pour into you. Mm -hmm. Because we all need someone. Like, you never know. You know, today I might be up, but tomorrow I might need you to pray for me. Tomorrow I might need you to hug me. Tomorrow I might need you to just tell me everything's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. So it's like... If you put yourself in a position of just always being in gratitude and being around people that are like-minded and are working towards just who you surround yourself with, like you are who you spend your time with. So just be cautious of the people you allow to have access to to spend time with you. Mm -hmm. I think that's just my biggest takeaway from everything that was said today. That's that's yeah, that's a huge takeaway. Another takeaway is um, we really didn't dive too deep into it, but I feel like we um, we touched upon it a little bit. Children are very, very vulnerable. And unfortunately, the cultures that we were born into don't have the best ways of dealing with children, especially. um, uh, I think Americans. This is going to be real crazy. Americans have d- definitions like ADHD and AD, not definitions. They have diagnoses. Okay. Unfortunately, um, which I don't believe in. Um, yeah. So like with diagnosed with everything under the sun, like I don't, everyone has OCD to a certain extent. 
because if something's dirty, you're going to want to clean it. Yes. Everybody has ADHD because if somebody tells you to sit in a corner for over 10 minutes, you're going to want to get up, up, get up and out of that corner. And but children, children are not supposed to sit bipolar. still. Yeah, like everyone has bipolar because if someone does something to alter your mood, your mood is going to change. Like this, everyone has ODD, oppositional defiance disorder, because if someone tells you something that you don't want to do, you're going to be defiant. So there's like, there's a, there's a double-edged sword. Yes, there's thing, there's, um, there's, there's levels to it, but because of the over-diagnosing, it doesn't even it doesn't even matter anymore. It's like everyone has it because of the overdiagnosing. Mm-hmm. So it's like those people that actually really have issues. It, it it's something so minuscule that then turns into schizophrenia because you're diagnosing any everyone with this with like the basic things. So you're never ever really able to help the people that really need help. You're just trying to over medicate everyone and capitalism it, it's a like we I could go on forever about that one but I just I, like you said yeah there's there's not a lot of resources available to help children be children and learn like I feel like whenever we see those videos online of like parents like teaching their kids like to deep breathe and ooh do this like those are things you should be teaching your child Mm -hmm. You should be teaching your child if they get upset. It's not okay to destroy a classroom. It's not okay to hit another child. It's not okay to scream at you. You should be teaching your child breathing mechanisms. You should be teaching your child, okay, let's stop. Like, for example, I won't disclose my baby's name, but I have a baby and all my kids are my babies. So any single child that I've ever had access to taking care of, that is my baby. Mm-hmm. Like at any of my friends, those are my babies. Like I don't play about my kids. Like those are my babies. You can't take that away from me. Um, and my, my baby, this, he, he was always like, everybody's like, Oh my God, he's crazy. He's this, he's that, he's that. And I always saw like, Ooh, that's what they did with me. No, we're not going to do that. So what no one ever did with me was ask me why I was doing what I exactly. was doing. So, what I always made sure to do, I'll, if he came home from school, I'm like, all right, baby, what's, this is what we're going to do. I need you to write down. You're going to write this down. I will give him like a list of 20 questions or 10 questions, depending on how severe whatever incident he did is. And I'd be like, okay, why did you do this? What made you do this? Do you think this is okay? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you could have done instead? Mm-hmm. What led up to you? what happened before this moment? Like, what are the things you remember that you did before this moment? Were there people that provoked you? Because sometimes it's people do provoke you. So you have to identify that. Was there anyone that provoked you to act in this manner? With like very specific questions about the incident. So I'm forcing the child to think about what they did in its entirety. Every single action that led up to it. Now you're thinking about it and you're like, okay. So now after I have him do that, now then we sit down and we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, baby. So you wrote that you did this because this person was talking bad about you or whatever the, the situation was. Okay. Could you have told the teacher? 
I've already told the teacher. What did the teacher do when you told them the first time? Okay, like, so now we're getting to the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. So now we can actually handle the situation, not just be like, oh, the teacher said you did this, da, 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 da. all right, but I'm gonna beat you, I'm gonna do this. Like, no, I need to understand from my baby's mouth what happened, how did we get here? What mm -hmm. can we do to avoid this? Because a lot of times I feel like people are just, disciplining their children but you're not putting any reinforcements behind the discipline to avoid this situation from happening again so then you're you're in like this never-ending loop of like oh my kid just keep misbehaving my kid just somebody's doing something's happening you need to figure out what is happening to your child mm -hmm. what is going on that is making your child do this what what is the person the somebody you're being you're being triggered no one just acts crazy <laughs> like <laughs> as much as people want to like make that a thing like people aren't just crazy things happen to them like people don't just become homeless like things happen something there was a series of events that happened and you need to figure out what happened and what where can you step in to intercede and stop this from happening again mm -hmm. because if not that child is never going to learn how to deal with their situations there if someone's bothering them and they're lashing out they're going to think that's okay like mm -hmm. nobody sat me down and was like bianca i get what you're doing you're you just don't want to be disrespected there's a way to tell people you don't want to be disrespected. All what difference like could that have made if I had someone in my life as a kid to be like, okay, I get what you're doing. Like you you feel really hurt. You're not you don't want to be disrespected. You can walk in your purpose and have people respect you mm -hmm. without you chastising them or or hurting them because they hurt you and I feel like that was like that was a big thing for me before like if you revenge was big for me like if you hurt me in any way shape or form I gotta hurt you back but that that has to do with me being hurt so much to hurt the point where people I hurt people like, exactly like I felt like I I I deserve my revenge if if karma won't do it, if God won't do it, I am revenge. I used to say that. I am it, anything you, I used to say, this is what I used to say. Anything you do to me, you are a victim of your own, you know, the anything that you do to me, the consequences for what you do to me, you are a victim of your own choices. That's what I used to tell people. Do you know how crazy that is to say that and mean it? And mean it? Savage like <laughs> you are a victim of your own choices for what you did like what but it's that's true not... though because that's exactly what karma says and you just impersonated karma and that's what i'm saying and, and that's not healthy no. because i went around doing things i i didn't need to do because god fights my battles for me mm -hmm. like even like and that's that's there's something beautiful in that like every time i didn't do something whatever i had planned to do to them <laughs> 10 times worse happened to them <laughs> so literally just learning that like yo god got me it's out of like, your hands it's above me now it's really a thing it just be it, it goes back to we can't control the actions or the words of anybody else we can only control our actions our reactions and um to go back to the takeaway 
I think that it is very, very important, especially if any parents are listening, any caretakers, any teachers, or even anyone aspiring to be a parent one day, it is very vital in the the life of a child, the mental health of a child, that you sit down and you talk to them about what is going on, especially if it... A lot of parents think that kids don't understand adult issues. Kids understand very much. They'll tell you about it. Like they. The only bad thing is they can't process it because there's nothing for them to really like build off of. So using large words might not help. But saying, "Hey, you know," actually having a conversation with your child that you. But don't don't downplay it either. Like I don't. No, 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 no. Like the large words things. Like you don't want to dumb it down so much so that it's diluted and nothing makes sense. Right. So like, it's almost like, you know, if if you the you and the you're the mother and the fa- and the child's father are now having are going through a divorce. Use the word divorce. Also use the word separation. Like it's it's okay to have these quote unquote adult conversations because again, your children understand and they see your reactions too. So please like filtrate those reactions to certain things. And when kids fall out in stores, when they hit, when they scream, ask them, use your words or say to them, use your words. I, I really appreciate my parents. A lot of people, unfortunately, weren't blessed to have mom and dad that I had. My father was the one who said, Amelia, because I used to have really, 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 really bad anger problems. I still kind of do struggle with that, but he would lay my ass down and he would put on a meditation tape and I would have to listen to that lady say, breathe in, breathe out. Like to the point where I can still hear her. Like I can literally still hear her when I'm going through like my overthinking processes or someone pissed me the fuck off where I'm like, I used to really like, I'm, I used to be that person. Like this is probably why I never dated someone who had a car because I used to like, slash tires i would beat the shit out of a window um it's crazy because i got a phone call from an ex the other day like do you remember when you came to my you broke into my house and like broke my tv and my xbox and i'm like yes oh, i wow. do remember and no i'm not sorry still to this day all right let me not give you my address i'm still healing but no i'm um, just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> and then my mom uh, she would always she well she's still she's still healing too um a product of a Honduran relation er, Honduran household like parents never talk to their kids at all never never my mother's talking to me okay she's actually like when when I make her upset she's like Amelia I don't like what you just did and I'm like okay like how can we work on this you know what I'm saying she's well you know much older now but she's working on it like and I feel like I wish that that's how it was when I was younger so that I didn't see my mom as a villain yeah you know and I didn't I didn't resent her for so many things and even I in my childhood I felt like I needed my mom but growing into my teenage years, I had to remove that title from her just to respect her, just to see her for the person she was and to better understand where she came from. So when you brought up like a like the Honduran culture, like hell yeah. And that gives that shit gives you PTS motherfucking D. Like oh, all the way through and through. Because you don't just get it from one angle. No, when it's everywhere. Like literally your mama, your daddy, your cousin, your uncle, your sister, your nephew, your brother, your cousin, your, your, your And brother, these are people like, <laughs> These are individuals who are supposed to protect you. Protect you. 
Yep. And, and they can't. And they can't. They don't know how to protect themselves. And they, they never was protected. They never were. They don't they don't know what I don't want to say they don't know what self-love is, but I think because they had it so rough because again, Honduras is a third world country. Mm -hmm. Like the Honduras I know and you know is not the Honduras they grew up in at no, all. No. Like murder capital of the world we don't need i don't know honduras is that like i didn't even know honduras was the murder capital of the world until a, an american person told me that like i would have had no idea there was no way i've never seen any i've been in honduras every year since i was born mm -hmm. like i lived in honduras up until i was four and a half years old like mm -hmm. i'm honduran like you can't tell me i'm not from honduras like honduran honduranian whatever you want to call it like i'm i'm from there like right. through and through mother and father so it's like the honduras that i know is not the honduras other people know like and it's like yo kids were seven years old fending for themselves like they had to figure out how they were gonna eat how yeah. they were gonna where they, where they were gonna sleep what they what they were gonna wear like at seven years old, I can't imagine being a seven-year-old trying to figure out where I'm gonna get, how I'm gonna get food, how I'm gonna get money to to buy a house, how to get a, an apartment. At seven years old, so it's like they lived a different lifestyle than we did, you know, and like it it, it was just much harsher. So like my mom personally, she has a very morbid humor, like, and it bothers me. But it's like that's how she deals with yeah. her, the, her 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 ish. Like she's gonna laugh at it, even though it's like, <laughs> like 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 that Medea thing. Oh, that mother effer died. He owed me money. Like my mom has said that yeah. and like really meant it. But it's like she's not about to cry over this person's death. She's gonna make a joke out of it because that makes her feel a little bit better. Like she laughed a little bit. That's how she copes. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, to me, it's like oh. <gasps> what the person is dead that's disrespectful because i have such a big heart i'm like oh not to say she doesn't have a big heart she has a her heart is bigger than mine right but and also like sometimes we carry on our parents trauma i know that the reason not sometimes why, we do no, the that's reason the reason why i took disrespect as a kid so personally is because i watched my mother get disrespected and be like god bless you god bless you Oh, and still talk to that person and yep. still help that person. Yep. And I just, I had a resentment in my heart because of it. Because I'm like, my mother will do anything for you. My mother will, my mother is everything. How dare you disrespect her after she just did everything for you? Like, so I'm, I got into that mindset where I'm like, okay, my mom accepts that. Not me. Okay. Try Jesus. Not me. Okay, because I throw hands like that was a real thing for me. <laughs> okay, so it was like literally because people disrespected my mother and her heart, I didn't want because I knew I had her same heart. I'm like, I'm gonna give it to you, I'm gonna give you, but when you don't deserve it, I'm not my mom, mm -hmm. you're not getting it no more. So mm -hmm. it was like. That's where the disrespect really came from. If you really like, if you really want to talk about it, like that's where it came from. Me trying to make sure like 
I'm not about to get disrespected the way my mom does because people be walking all over her. She be doing this, that, and the fourth, and people just keep asking and asking and asking, and she giving and giving and giving, and mm-mm, that's not me. But it is me. Mm-hmm. It is me, but I have boundaries. Right. And I don't have to disrespect you to prove to you or tell you that you don't deserve access to me or to tell you that you've disrespected me. That's because you are your mother's child, but you are not your mother. Okay. Um. So we we got the takeaway. Uh, speak to your children. Talk to them. Have have conversations with them. Then another takeaway is find self through self care. Give yourself enough time to really figure out what do you need, what sustains you, what makes you happy. And I always say this, happiness needs to be permanent, not a temporary happiness. People give us temporary happiness, but we can bestow upon ourselves the blessing of permanent happiness. Okay. Um, so find find that. And I always, I always say this as well, that when we start to learn ourselves, it's a very scary, scary, scary um, process. <laughs> but you can't we, run from yourself. You can't, you can't, because <laughs> your, your shadow follows you, sweetheart. Um, okay. but be, be amongst yourself. Use the time that you have because we don't know what tomorrow brings. Um, and if 2020 taught us anything, life can be stripped from us in the matter of seconds within the blink of an eye. Um, so find self now. Another important thing, especially with your kids for yourself and for others, if you love somebody, if you have strong feelings towards somebody, like your spirit is, is taking them in. Please tell them, because again, life can be taken from us in the blink of an eye. I always say to people, I love you today. They're like, why today? I don't know about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I don't know about tomorrow. But I think, it's, I think it's important for people to know that you love them. It's an affirmation. It's a word. It's, it's a, um, a love language. People need to hear that and you normalize love it because And normalize not- telling people that you love them. It's okay. Like, bro, I love you, bro. Sis, I love you, sis. <laughs> There's, there's no, don't attach any stupid shit to it. Like, tell yeah. the person you love them, all right? Um, what's another takeaway? Like, be be mindful of the people that you have into your, in your life and yeah. who you're pouring into and who's pouring. I think that's, like, top tier. It, it, it is. If the and wrong it's... people are pouring into you, you're going to be going down that same wrong path, and you're going to be continuing to get toxic water, and you're going to give toxic water, and, and the world is the way it is right now because a lot of people have just been pouring in toxic water and receiving toxic water, so we got we to gotta cleanse ourselves, whatever that means for you. Fasting, removing yourself from social media, uh, taking a break, giving yourself a day off to mm-hmm. just spend the day with yourself, whatever it means for you to cleanse hair is the best hair cleanse baby and love yourself to no end i i i I don't get tired of saying this i i pray that i never get tired of finding new ways to love myself and you won't you won't grow tired (laughs) because it's a beautiful thing and i want to leave i want to end not leave but end this episode not our lives because it's gonna this is continuous. Okay. okay, we are working. We are love. We are the beacon of light because without us there would be no others. Because I say that if we don't see the light in other people, we won't um, establish those connections. 
So, but without those connections, we can still continue to be that beacon of light. Okay. Um, we are love. We are loved. We appreciate and we shall be appreciated. And another thing, we deserve the world. And if we have to give it to ourselves, then so be it. But we shouldn't rely or we shouldn't expect it from anybody else. Because if that's the case, then we're going to be let down every single time. Bianca, <laughs> this was this was amazing. You are you are amazing. I love you. Your growth is phenomenal. I want you to continue to grow into the person that you are. God loves you. I love you. Um, give us your social media handle so that people can follow you and watch you grow and continue to do so. And your cash app again, because I'm sure somebody okay. wants to bless you with a few okay. dollars. I receive it. I receive it. If y'all <laughs> want to send me some money, y'all could do that. <laughs> um, my uh, Instagram is Metamorphosis Queen. Um, again, that's Metamorphosis Queen. And my uh, cash app is dollar sign metamorphosis 101 because mm -hmm. metamorphosis honey. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, don't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to add you as a friend. I'm not here to lie to you. I'm not I have I have 325 uh, requests yeah, right now. I'm, I'm, yeah. The Facebook is different. Um, <laughs> I don't even want family. <laughs> right? Like things get crazy in there. So, um, yeah, let's just stick to, uh, I don't have Twitter. So we're going to stick to um, Instagram and Cash App. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, stay tuned. Follow me because there are bigger and better things on the way um, and under wraps. So if you want to know uh, what's going on in my life, you know, whether to be nosy or to bless me, either way, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, because you can't stop God's blessings. You cannot. Life. You cannot. Um, so because, you know, I got to I got to make sure I'm being real. Like I'm, I'm going to be real through and through. Um, every day of my life, I don't have Amen. no other choice, but to be real, um, you, regardless of whatever reason you're following me, no problem. I'll accept you on, uh, Instagram and I will accept your funds on cash app. No problem. Um, <laughs> because I'm not here to lie. Again. <laughs> But hold on, if no, but wait, because not all good money, not all money is good money. If you have any wickedness in your heart, if you have any malice, if you have any resentment, please don't send me no money. You could keep it. I'll send it back. Like, I don't want it. But if it's out of a pure, organic, healthy space place, I'll take your money. But if it's not, I promise you, I don't need it. I promise you, you could keep it. No dirty money, ladies and gentlemen, no dirty yeah. money. So let it be pure. Let it be holy. <laughs> Please. Now, with all that being said, uh, Miss Bianca Marcella Martinez, okay. thank you, thank you, thank you so much for blessing me on this platform. I appreciate you. Thank you. Again, I love you. Um, this was amazing. This is probably one of the longest episodes that I have, especially on Zoom. So pat yourself on the back because you had your girl sitting here chatting it up with you. No, sir. Okay. But um, until next time, now I'm going to fuck you. Follow, like, share We're on Instagram, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube. Tell a friend to tell a friend. But um, peace, love, and light, y'all. Until next time.